Hello, this is Dino Graham, and I want to welcome you to the Life, Love, and You podcast. I hope you hear something today that is inspiring, encouraging, and uplifting, and something that helps get you to the next level in your life. And now together, let's go and enjoy the podcast. Happy Friday, everybody. This is Dino Graham, your host for another episode of Life, Love, and You. This is my personal podcast, and you are my audience today. Thank you for joining. It's been a great day so far. I got up early this morning and ran some errands, and then I ended up at one of my favorite little country breakfast place in town, and I walked in there. I was in such a good mood, and guess what I was greeted with? I was greeted with people who did not have a smile on their face. I overheard conversations. They were negative. I had some conversations with some of the workers there who were sad about certain things in their lives. There was a complete lack of joy in that place. Now it was decorated for Christmas. There were lights, there were ornaments, there was a little tree there, but there was no joy. There was absolutely no joy in that place. I ate, I ate my oatmeal and raisins, drank my coffee, actually too much coffee. And I'm feeling it now. (laughs) But I left that place more determined than ever to make sure that my joy is not taken away from me. Now, here we are celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. We find that story in Luke chapter 2, verse 10 and 11. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. I've read that scripture many times, but it really means something special to me today. I am determined to hold on tight to my joy. I've I've come home now to do the podcast, and I searched through my music library all the songs about joy. I want to play a few of them for you now. This is one of my favorites. I've been singing this probably since 1986, um, somewhere around that time. It's called Unspeakable Joy by Douglas Miller. I think you're going to enjoy this. Get your shouting shoes on. Put those hands together. I love a good gospel choir. Come on.
<laughs> I know you're having some church right now. Oh, yes, you are. You may be driving your car right now listening to this podcast. And let me tell you, if you get stopped, if you get pulled over for speeding, just tell the officer I've got joy. When he says, what's your problem? What? what why are you going so fast? Just say, I've got joy. <laughs> I'm not sure that'll get you out of your ticket, your citation, but man, I'm feeling the joy, Holy Ghost joy up in here. Now, that's how we used to have church. Man, when the choir started singing and you break those parts down and man, you just had church. There was a great chance that the preacher was not going to be able to preach that night. Speaking of preachers, let's listen to Bishop G.E. Patterson. He's singing, Oh, the joy that came to me. I'm going old school on some of y'all right now. Set you free from sin. Set you free from evil. And what joy accompanied that freedom. So let's just sing it. Oh, the joy that came to me. Oh, when I knew that I was free. When my Savior found me, put his arm around me. Oh, what joy that came to me. Oh, what joy that came to me. Oh, when I knew that I was free. When my Savior found me, put his arm around me. Oh, what joy that came to me. goodness we're having some church today aren't we man some of y'all don't know those old songs you need to learn them it'll help keep your joy it'll help you it'll help you i got another song i'm gonna save it but i want to talk to you i know i know this winter season that we're in it can be bleak for many people and i understand it's summertime down in South America, Argentina, you're going to the beach and enjoying your summertime. But for many of us, it's winter. Students are preoccupied with their work. Adults, others become easily stressed with the pressure to plan and cook for family gatherings associated with these winter holidays. Some of us even struggle with the lack of seasons, you know, in Florida, there's one, well, there's two seasons. seems like it's hot and hotter. And then when winter comes and it gets cold one or two days, we go crazy. But I have friends up north who suffer from the medical condition. It's called SAD, SAD. It's, it's real. It's legit. It's called seasonal affective disorder. Seasonal affective disorder, sad. It's a medical condition where melancholy and sorrow just creep up, and it's due in part to the lack of sunshine. Now, living here in the sunshine state, 
it's hard to fathom that that actually exists, but it does. You see, there's something special about the coming of spring, about seeing daffodils peek their yellow heads above the ground for the first time. Springtime is coming. I imagine the Jews of Jesus' day, they longed for the spring of the Lord's favor. No word, remember, no word from the Lord had come for a long time. The Jews were living under a powerful pagan Roman government. And while the people weren't necessarily miserable or oppressed, their joy perhaps had had worn a little thin. Maybe like yours right now. I mean, it's December, what, 18th? We thought this virus was going to be over by summertime. Then we thought late summer, and then we thought early fall, and then we thought mid-fall, and then we thought by Thanksgiving, and now it's almost Christmas, and our leaders are predicting a very dark winter. And it can really wear on your, your emotional state can really test relationships. It can test your faith. And just like the Jews, no doubt, they, they hoped for something better. And then imagine next, those shepherds who were visited by angels on the night of Christ's birth. Now their evening duties were humdrum, Perhaps even their sleep was interrupted in a big way. But the word says, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. But guess what? That terror was short-lived, of course. Because really, what terror can stand against such amazing, incredible joy? We have to get this, a Savior has been born to us. And then I read in Luke chapter 2, verse 15, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about, they exclaimed. You got to go to the right place. The joy was waiting for them in Bethlehem. Let's go to Bethlehem. Make sure you have a Bethlehem in your holiday season this year and see this thing that has happened. Well, let me tell you, this thing is Jesus Christ. This thing is Jesus Christ. The joy that comes with Jesus, the world cannot give. The world cannot provide that joy. One more song, and I want to bless you with. It's from my favorite, Whitney Houston. She is singing with the Georgia Mass Choir. Enjoy.
Oh my, my goodness. I know you're feeling the joy now. I may have to watch that movie tonight. The Preacher's Wife. Oh my, I feel the joy. I got to finish here. I don't want to keep you all day. Have you ever thought about, is it any wonder that the third candle of Advent, the joy candle, is called the shepherd's candle? We were just talking about them. Perhaps no other figure in the nativity story was blessed to receive such unblemished, unmitigated joy as those shepherds were. Now, here they were, pegging away like every other day, when for absolutely no reason other than God's favor, they were given the gift of joy. They were shown the Messiah, their looked-for Messiah, and had glimpsed into that eagerly awaited spring of the Lord's favor. Aren't you glad for God's favor? That gives me joy, thinking about the favor of God. And this season is... Christmas edges closer. Let us remember this joy because we are also awaiting another awakening. And that's the Lord's second coming. We continue to fight through the groaning of a world which continually gives birth to sin every day. But in this Christmas season, let's remember the incarnation with as much joy as did those first witnesses. I want to leave this scripture with you. John chapter 16, verses 21 and 22 says, A woman giving birth to a child has pain because her time has come. But when her baby is born, she forgets the anguish because of her joy that a child is born into the world. So with you, now is your time of grief, but I will see you again and you will rejoice and no one will take away your joy. You need to underline that in your Bible. No one will take away your joy. That's my prayer for you today, that God gives you the joy you've never had ever before in your life. And I know that once he does that, the world, the world will not be able to take your joy away if you stay close to the Savior. What's your joy meter on today? I hope it's pegging over 10. I hope it's 10 plus today. I hope your joy meter just bursts today and all throughout the holiday season. Know that I love you. God bless you. I hope to hear from you. In fact, if you will email me at dinograham3 at gmail.com, tell me the artist's of the songs that I played today. You have to be the first one to email me this. Tell me the artist's of the three songs that I played today, and you have to be the first. If you will email that to me, guess what? I will joyfully send you a monetary gift. Just leave your cash app, your Venmo, or your PayPal, and Christmas may come early for you this year. I want to hear from you. God bless you. Until next time, know that I love you. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I hope you were blessed. For more information about us, 
visit globallifealliance.com or iamlifechurch.com. Until next time, have a blessed day.